Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story from Phobia Account from the True Off My Chest subreddit. It says, I'm not getting my in-laws anything for Christmas. Mother-in-law is furious, and I'm enjoying the drama. My partner, 24 male, and I, 23 male, have been together for three years. For the first two years, we went to his family's house for Christmas. Me and his mum didn't hit off well when we met. I'm not sure what happened, but she immediately didn't like me. We didn't see her much after the first meeting though, so I never really had a chance to make it up to her until Christmas. I didn't know her well, so I found what I thought was a pretty minimalist necklace with green agate. It was just the right shade to be what my partner said was her favorite color. I thought she liked it at first until later on in the year after I met up with his family and saw her niece wearing it. I asked where she got it from and she told me my partner's mum was just going to throw it away. I was a little peed but didn't say anything. It cost me $100, which isn't super expensive for some people, but as someone who lives paycheck to paycheck, it kind of sucked. My partner asked his mum why she wanted to throw it out though and she said she just wouldn't have worn it. Fine, whatever, maybe I got her style wrong was her gift and she could do what she wanted with it i guess she gave me an iron maiden shirt that year that was way too small and an odd choice because if you saw me your first thought would definitely not be a metalhead i wear overalls and a lot of cottage core clothing because it's cute so it's not like she put a ton of effort into my gift and was upset i didn't put in as much so for the second christmas i put in effort to get to know her beforehand i talked to his sister my partner's auntie and found out she grew up in the same hometown as me and she missed it a lot but because it was a 10-hour drive away it wasn't somewhere she could visit easily i brought this up to her next time we met up and she and i talked about the town and started to get along more in particular though she mentioned how much she missed the smell of our town there was a macadamia farm next to a bourbon distillery that smelled really nice together because of the molasses and the beach nearby was surrounded by eucalyptus and wattles and always smelled amazing I had, again, what I thought was a great idea. I have a friend who makes candles, so I commissioned two custom candles. A macadamia, whiskey, and vanilla candle, and a salt, eucalyptus, and wattle candle. I was so excited for her to open them on Christmas, and she just went, oh, that's neat, and put them to the side. Thankfully for my ego, her sister was way more excited about them, and even made her light them while we sat out back. My partner's mum just ended up just handing them off to her after we left and the aunt called us to tell us and ask how she could get more. So this year I was planning as a Christmas slash birthday combined gift to pay for half a trip away to our hometown with my partner and his dad paying the other half. It was going to be a week long set on her birthday with hotels, drinks, food and travel included all up around $2,000. But at the time we only had paid around $1,000 for the travel and hotel bookings. I saved up all year for this because I really want her to like me. 
because I love my boyfriend and we're going to be together for a long time. And I feel like that means me and her should at least sort of get along. A week ago, she came over to have lunch with my partner and he told me he'd come over to tell me not to buy her any gifts because she didn't want some tacky little trinkets bought from Target. So my tacky little holiday was canceled two days later and I've used half of my refund to buy my partner some Lego that he always wanted but could never afford as just a general gift because he puts up with me and I love him. It's going to get here in a month so I've been thinking about giving it to him as a Valentine's present. On Sunday, we had an early Christmas because it was the only time my partner's grandmother would be in town. When it came time for gifts, I got everyone something but her and she looked upset when she realized but didn't say anything. She pulled my partner aside and asked why she didn't get anything my partner told her what a gift was going to be and that it was already refunded like she asked. She started crying, sort of, mostly yelling and crying noises with no tears and threw the food that was on the table on the floor and drove home alone. She's been calling us for the past three days trying to get me to change my mind and no one but her mum is on her side. I'm a very petty person and it's been genuinely fun time answering their calls lately. We're having a second Christmas lunch for my partner's dad's side for the family this Sunday and I'm definitely looking forward to it. ETA, thank you so much for all the support. It actually means a lot. I did just want to quickly defend her to let you know there's no homophobia here at all. She's a loud LGBTQ supporter. She's just mean as a person. Now for me in this one, I gotta say I enjoyed the pettiness on this one after you've gone through all that with her. And it always felt no matter what gift you would have got mother-in-law, nothing would have ever been good enough. And the behavior from mother-in-law afterwards when she found out about this holiday, you know, got up for a tantrum and chucked the food on the floor. I mean, yeah, whatever. Not missing anything there, really. I personally thought your gifts were amazingly thoughtful. Talking about your hometown, which we had in common, and then, you know, getting candles with a sense from that town. That would have been incredible. But Taring Gnome says, it's always shocking to me when people reveal themselves to be so blatantly tacky. Imagine thinking you're way too fancy for cheap trinkets, which are actually very thoughtful gifts, and just saying it. Anyone with the smallest amount of class would graciously wear a necklace given to them, even if it was the ugliest piece of crap, or put out the candles even if they were gross. She's an embarrassment. I'm glad you're having fun rubbing her nose in it. Bot says she told you not to get her anything, so she should not be surprised not to get anything. It's not even petty. That's just following her instructions. I've had several people in my life who used gift giving as power plays. My mum was the worst. She rejected every gift, often peevishly. One year, I gave her some maple syrup and she tried to give it me back, even though she ate pancakes all the time. I just like my log cabin syrup. Oh, come the F on. It was so irritating that my whole family hated giving her gifts because she used them as an opportunity to be a little mean. Take your gifts, smile, and send a thank you. What is so hard about that? Michaelsman says, I had a mother-in-law who did something similar. After two times, I stopped buying her things. When she got an attitude and asked why, I flat out told her she didn't deserve them. And until her attitude improves, she wouldn't be getting anything. She told me to stop treating her like a child. I told her to act like a grown-up then. Nobody ever stood up to her. She terrified everyone. I came from abusive slash narcissistic parents. That woman didn't stand a chance. She was an amateur to me. So then OP kindly updates the post eight days later, which says, So it's been about a week since I made my last post and was asked in DMs and in comments to update if anything happened. 
and stuff has, but it hasn't turned out in my favor. So more background info. My partner's grandfather on his mother's side lives with us and I'm his carer. I shower him, clothe him, feed him, wipe his ass, all the fun stuff. I love the old man. I don't mind at all. I'm actually awake at 4am right now because he needed some toilet assistance. I'm just going to call him Pop for this. Pop is over 80 and for the past few years, he's had a falling problem. He's had his blood pressure and sugar checked. He tried and has been taken off a ton of meds. He's got exercises he does for his leg muscles and he's in decent shape for an old man. So we don't know what's caused it. In the week of my post, he's fallen five times. Only once with injuries that's bothered him. Thank F though. And that happened a day, I think, after the post. He hit his face into the concrete path outside our house when we were going to go on a walk. Superficial facial cuts, an effed up knee and some intense bruising around his side and leg. He twisted weird, I think, when he fell. Basically, he's in pain constantly right now and the pain meds don't last long enough for him to do a lot of things. I can't put into words how effing useless I feel over him getting hurt so much suddenly and how little I can do to ease it. He did make it to Christmas lunch on Sunday, but before that, he was stuck in hospital literally up until the day, which meant a lot of the preparation for Christmas fell onto me, which of course meant I needed supervision from my partner's mum. I don't think I did a single thing right in her eyes. The one thing I'll relent on is I'm crap at wrapping presents. It was seriously awful, but my partner's mum, who I'll just call mother-in-law, was peed about everything. My chicken was done pretty good, I thought, for someone who hadn't cooked out before. Crunchy skin and soft inside. Just needed a few more herbs and spices next time. Mother-in-law wouldn't stop complaining the whole day. I didn't take her advice on how to cook it. She came after I cooked it, so I'm not sure how she thought that one would make sense and that I needed to leave my partner, the chef, to do it next time. This is a busy time for my partner's work and he has no spare time and was too tired when he came home. Despite all the bad luck though, somehow Pop hadn't got a mother-in-law's gift yet and he said I should go down to get her something. It didn't matter what, she had to like it anyway. I would have loved to get her a lump of coal like someone suggested in the last post, but since it was from Pop, I thought I should at least put minimal effort in. And I knew just the place to get her a little trinket. I ended up getting this small sculpture for her, wrapped it up nice, and on Christmas Day, she loved it. She kept going on about how it would fit so nicely in her lounge room with her art set up and how thoughtful it was. Pop ended up telling her I was the one that picked it out, and she asked who made it so she could look at their other work. When I told her I found it at Target and told her I knew she would like it because it suited the rest of her house, she was mad. She started yelling about how I knew she wouldn't like it and that I needed to treat her with respect. My partner's uncle just laughed and told her she liked it before, so I must have done well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. For the next part, I need to add the last bit of context. I'm white and my partner's family are indigenous Australian. It's never been an issue before, but suddenly my mother-in-law yelled out a question why they were letting the white boy take care of Pop. I can't remember the full sentence, but the implication was that I'm either abusing or neglecting him. Not to make this a whole lesson, but she did sort of have a point. Since caring for Pop, I've seen firsthand the negligence that comes from the white nurses caring for Aboriginal elderly versus white. It's an actual problem, but her accusing me of neglecting him hurt a lot. I asked if she wanted to take up caring for him then, since she had the space in her home and also didn't work. She huffed and rolled her eyes. It was quiet for a bit until someone changed the subject and then we left early so Pop could lie down at home and get comfortable. Pop ended up calling mother-in-law a cow when we got home and told me to ignore her. Yesterday, however, the organization his carers, they shower him every other day and clean the house on Wednesday, sent someone to look around and asked me to leave for a bit to talk to Pop. When I got back, she was gone and Pop told me I'd been reported to them for elderly abuse and she came to check it out. Of course, he told her the situation with mother-in-law, but I'm honestly worried they don't believe him and think I'm hurting him. She told Pop she'd be coming back in a few days for another checkup. Mother-in-law is supposed to be coming around today, probably to snoop about the carer checking up on him. I'm honestly too tired after this to keep any pettiness up though. I recently had to quit the course I was doing from home because I didn't have enough time to do it. Help Pop do the chores and take care of myself. And I've been in a slump about it and then the fault had me feeling useless. And now this. Pop says he's not going to a home and no one else will care for him so I'm stuck with him. And that he's very grateful to have me. But I really don't know how this is going to play out. I guess it depends how much my mother-in-law is willing to do to get back at me. My hope is in the end that this abuse report blows over quickly and other family chiming in to point out its faults and that eventually everything chills the F out. Until then though, I think my mother-in-law unfortunately has won the pettiness war. Edits, I want to defend my partner here. He's grown up with this woman and does usually call her crap out for anything major, like he will in an hour for what she's doing. These petty little things from before though are things I know he wouldn't feel was worth talking to his mum about because it wouldn't do anything. She's stubborn and she doesn't see her own faults. We are both grown men who both have different ways of handling things and his is to just let it blow over because it's easier and mine is to push back. I wouldn't start some petty BS if I couldn't handle it myself. I don't expect him to waste his time trying to defend me from his mum's usual low stake pettiness when I knowingly act like the stereotypical sassy gay a-hole for fun. And this post was in the best of Redditor updates post, which was originally posted by Kitten Dealing Mama, which the original OP of the whole post saw it in best of Redditor update and then updated within there and said, first, I want to say thank you to the flood of support that came from the best of Redditor updates post and for Kitten Dealing Mama for posting it there in the first place. I don't have a lot of support in my life and getting so many people on my side who even though they never met me, were worried for me was overwhelming. I really appreciate all the people who reached out with legal advice and advice for Pop. 
since so many people ask, I'll give a final update. So Pop is doing good now. His bruises finally all healed up and he's a lot more independent now since the pain's worn off. We'd neglected looking at the muscles on his calves and ankles because of a true stereotype that a lot of Aboriginal Australians have tiny calves and ankles and we, including his GP, thought they were small solely because of that. Nope, muscle degeneration. But we're working on it and he's already able to stand for five whole minutes without assistance, which is a huge amount of time. The abuse investigation turned up nothing. The worker who came over again to tell us she had made a note that the mother was against me being a carer and she had made a false allegation. So it sounds like it'd be a lot harder for her to make a mess of things so easily now. She hasn't admitted to doing it. The worker didn't specify it was her either, but I mean, who else would do that? The timing of the last post getting attention is amazing because a fantastic news for a lot of you. My fiance broke up with me a few days ago. I'd asked for a break because of the past week. He'd been snappy and not wanted me near him much. So I thought it'd be a good way for me to lean less on him and for him to have space. He got upset at the idea, drove off to a mate's and came back and told me it was a better idea to break up. He said he was sick of, one, having no time to himself because he worked all day. And instead of relaxing when he was home, he had to hang out and talk with me every single day. Two, me no longer being attracted to him. I was. He just complained any time I tried to flirt with him or make a move, so I stopped. 3. Me being financially dependent on him. I currently get $600 up to $416 USD per fortnight on my concession because my carer allowance isn't coming in for another two weeks. And most of my money came out for paying for things with both after paid, so he was buying me my medication and food for us. We had agreed a week before this that it was okay because... Once my carer payments came in, I could pay for way more stuff and the debt would be paid off by then. Or, me spending money on useless stuff while we were financially unstable. I bought $100 worth of books because I hadn't had any new ones to read in months, which was four books. Please also note, he just bought a PS5. 5. Me quitting my course because I'm a lazy F who doesn't want to work, just sleep all day. Reminder that I quit my course to take care of his elderly grandfather who is scared to be alone and can't do much himself because of faults. Please again, note the fact he also used to be Pop's carer until he quit because everyone said he didn't work and was lazy and he was sick of people not recognizing the work he put in. All of the quotes are from breakup messages he sent over text while he hid in his room, edited slightly for easy reading. Pop and I have talked and he's told me I'm allowed to stay and that my ex would be kicked out before I would, if there ever was an issue. I'm also staying as carer for the foreseeable future. In fact, in a delightful twist, my ex's mum called when she found out we split to beg me not to give up on being a carer because no one else would do it. I have the biggest grin on my face just typing what happened honestly. It's been a few days since we split and I've never had many life goals. I usually just follow what I'm told and support the person leading me which apparently a lot of people get caught onto easily from my posts. My only real goal in the last few years was to do my course, get a job and get a house with my ex. So when he broke up with me a few days ago, I felt stranded very suddenly. I've since had a few necessary cries and post-cry naps and then my antidepressants kicked in and I realized that how I've been living isn't at all fulfilling to me. So last night I applied for an online course I wanted to do that my ex advised me against doing months ago and I'm so excited. It starts today. But since it's online, the late application probably won't matter. Overall, I think this is a pretty positive note to end things on. Things look like they're probably going to go up from here. 
and I'm looking forward to finding out more about what I'm going to do for myself now that I'm not focused on my ex. Thanks again to all the wonderful support from you guys. I probably wouldn't be where I am right now so quickly without having read all the supportive comments from the last posts. I love you all very much. That part in the update where OP said that the partner said that quitting your course because you're a lazy F who doesn't want to work and just sleep all day. Then OP said that, you know, his partner used to be Pop's carer until he quit because everyone was saying that he didn't work and was lazy and he was sick of people not recognizing the work he put in. And then treats his own partner like it, exactly the same. Oh, my word. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you say to OP? What advice would you give to OP if you was face to face with him? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. As always, your love, your support and time and letting me know what you're up to whilst you're listening is always amazing to hear. So keep that coming as well, if you don't mind, of course. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you. And if you click on them, it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So you can just continue doing whatever you're up to. Thank you so much, guys. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.